More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Monday, June 6th edition of the program. And my, oh my, do we have a lot to discuss today. The progressive prosecutors seem to be facing the reality of their decisions via people who have recognized that These leftist activist lunatics in prosecutors' offices across the country have destroyed peace, tranquility, and safety in our cities. Chesa Boudin faces a recall this week, and if he has not recalled, the people of San Francisco who vote in favor of him keeping his job deserve whatever happens to their city, and it's already turned into what was once one of the most gorgeous cities in the world that is now a trash heap of human misery, refuse, and just despair, uh, theft, lawlessness, petty anarchy all over the place. And we all know why. Plus, in Philadelphia, a number of people murdered, others shot during a mass shooting event, three dead and 14 hit. There was also a mass shooting in Chattanooga, Tennessee, two dead from gunfire. One was run over by a car, 14 injured, and a man slashed in the face near Times Square in the subway. We have all these stories. What do they all probably, almost certainly, have in common? Well, there are a few things. One is that you're going to find out the people that did this are criminals, meaning that they had been arrested before. Um, Why aren't they locked up? Why haven't they served a, a long enough prison sentence, clearly, to make them no longer a danger to the public? We will um, discuss that and also a pride event in Dallas that finally has a lot of people across the country realizing 
Um, there is something deeply wrong, sick, and twisted about the trans agenda for children. We are drawing a line here, folks. Enough is enough. We will be discussing all that in a second. I think real estate investing is fascinating, and I learned how to do it through my friends at Done For Your Real Estate. They take you through every step of the process. I had never even bought a house before. I sat down with the founders of Done For Your Real Estate years ago, and they told me about why they believe in single-family home real estate in certain areas of the country and how they have expertise, teams on the ground, and they've helped so many people grow their financial security, grow wealth over time, prepare for retirement through this real estate investing process. You're investing in a tangible asset, something that's real that people need, but you need expertise to do it the right way. That's where done for your real estate comes in. I bought multiple houses through these guys. Now, in fact, the homes that I own, the only ones that I own are through done for your real estate. I don't even own the home that I live in. So I really believe in these guys and what they do. Go to doneforyoubuck.com. That's doneforyoubuck.com to begin your real estate investment journey today. One more time, doneforyoubuck.com. They're just great guys, too, their whole team. I've learned so much from working with them, and I really recommend it. Doneforyoubuck.com. All right, now let's talk about the situation of violence across the country because there's this obsession that Democrats have with it's about Republicans who don't want to get rid of the guns. It's the guns. No, it's not the inanimate object. And as we see, there are a lot of mass shootings. And these mass shootings that occurred over the weekend... Now, most mass shootings actually are not the kind of school shootings that we have recently been focused on because they're so horrific. They're so um, they're so psychologically traumatic. People think about any monster going in to harm children in the way that we saw in, in Uvalde. But weekend in and weekend out in particular, there are mass shootings where people die, where children are sometimes hit. Sometimes children even die. And it's happening in predominantly high crime areas of cities, disproportionately. You have uh, members of the black community who are the targets of this, and disproportionately young black men are the perpetrators of these mass shootings as well. And the Democrats do not want to talk about what is going on in cities. They do not want to have the discussion about why do we have less than 1% of the people in any major city, less than 1%, think about this, are committing a vast majority of the violent crimes. Well, that seems like a pretty straightforward process to deal with, right? At least to make it less of a uh, less of a violent situation. And one way to do it would be by locking up those who are criminals, really making it so that if you harm people, if you are violent, if you shoot someone, if you stab someone, doesn't matter how many people who shoot people go to prison. You shoot someone, you go to prison. You stab someone, you go to prison. You hold up a, a, you know, a liquor store with a gun in somebody's face. You commit any violent crime, you go to prison. And by the way, if you commit repeated lower level offenses, you also have to be punished. Now, I'm not saying if you go into a, you know, a CVS and you steal for the third time, you should get 20 years, obviously. But you should be arrested. It should be on your record. A judge should be able to look and say, look, you either stop this crap or because you're hurting the community. Stores are leaving San Francisco, New York, you name it. Places, stores are closing down. They're saying, we don't want to deal with this anymore. Portland, Seattle, Chicago. And then they don't have access to, people in the community don't have access to food, to you know sundries, things that they just need in their day-to-day lives. 
And it just makes it all worse. And the real estate values go down. They're harming everybody through this. Anarchy, disorder, lawlessness, criminality are bad. And you have to punish these things. You have to change the structure of incentives within the system and stop pretending that people are not responsible for their actions. They keep saying it's about individuals who, uh, you know, who don't want to give up their guns. If you look at the math, you have at least... I think it's, uh, what is it, at least 60 million households where there are guns in America. So let's call it 100 million people either have or have access to a firearm in America. And then do the math on what percentage of them are actually violent. Point zero, you know, commit crimes with the firearms that they have, either legal, you know, legally or illegally. By the way, if you look at legal firearm criminal usage, it's even it's even smaller. Right. Meaning if you have the gun legally, are you going to use it in an illegal act? But even among those who have any access to a firearm, do the math in your head. I mean, if you've got 100 million people with access to a gun, how many people are committing violent crimes in America at any given time? What are we looking at? It's certainly less than 0.1%, 0.01%, probably more like 0.001%. I, I can't even do the math in my head. That's how small it is. That's what a fraction it is. And so you look at the progressive prosecutor view of criminal justice, and they say, well, and this you can trace this back to 2016 2017 the democrats created a racial panic over donald trump right they created a racial panic they said oh he's a, he's a white nationalist white supremacy is on the rise white supremacy is biggest threat to america I mean, this was all hysteria just like russia collusion it was all lies donald trump's not a white supremacist donald trump is the first president to ever be elected to office to have been pro-gay marriage when he was elected and to speak constantly about how he wants the black community, the Hispanic community, to vote for him more than any of his predecessors in the Republican Party. Had the lowest black unemployment when he was president in history. Constantly spoke about the, but he's a white supremacist. He's a bigot. You know, anti, they used to say he's anti-LGBTQ. I said, this is a guy who stood on stage with a, with a gay pride flag. president Running for president. Donald Trump. But they created this racial panic and then all these prosecutors who in the case of someone like larry krasner you can't make this stuff up larry krasner was a ponytailed left-wing ambulance chasing anti-cop defense attorney okay for his whole career and he says i'm going to be the district attorney and he just hit this right time where people all of a sudden you have the black community being told by the democrat party that the president and all the republicans are super racist and they're just hitting that propaganda point. Oh, they're so racist. They're so racist. Hitting that all the time. So I understand there's anxiety within that community. They say, oh, my God, the president's a white supremacist. That's, that's a huge problem. Now, I wish people didn't believe that because it's a lie, but people do believe it. Uh, and then you also had white liberals who are, oh, I have so much guilt. Oh, no, Donald Trump is president. What can we do? So these progressive prosecutors, backed by tens of millions of dollars of, dollars of Soros money, and this is true. This is Kim Fox in Chicago, Larry Krasner in Philadelphia, Gascon in Los Angeles, Boudin in San Francisco. And there's others, too. Little Rock, Arkansas. Recently, there was a progressive prosecutor running backed by Soros money. It's all over the place, all over the country. And you know what their fundamental premise is for criminal justice? There are too many minorities, specifically too many young black men in prison. So we're just going to bring down the prison population overall and mass incarceration. Now, you might say to yourself, well, hold, hold on a second. Are, are we saying that are all the people that are in prison, uh, regardless of their ethnicity, et, et cetera, are, are they there because they just had simple possession of marijuana or something that's very minor? No, people tend to go to prison for serious crimes. 
And so what do they do? They say, well, we're going to empty out the prisons. In the case of Philadelphia, um, they, or I think it's Philadelphia area, they emptied out the prisons by almost 50% in Krasner's first few years. Wow, a lot fewer people deserve to be incarcerated all of a sudden. You know what happens? The murder rate goes up. Philly had its highest ever year of murders last year. Most ever since they've been recording it. So going on over 50 years. Who are the targets? Who are the people that are harmed the most? It's not rich white liberals who go on TV and say, oh, look at me. I care so much about social justice. We need to end mass incarceration. It's not AOC driving around in her Tesla in D.C. in her, you know, six or seven thousand dollar a month condo in northwest D.C. Yeah, she lives with the fancy people, among the fancy people, but cares so much about social justice. Sure, she does. They're not the ones who suffer. It's the guy who has... You know, who has no, uh, you know, no college education, who's trying to show up, who's trying to do the right thing, who's, you know, working a job for an hourly wage in a high crime part of a city and who's just trying to go about his and and who all of a sudden has a gun in his face at a um, at a liquor store, at a grocery store, at a uh, convenience store, whatever. It's the guy who's actually trying to do his do do right by himself, by his by his family, trying to make that hourly wage. And in minority, uh, minority predominant neighborhoods, you're going to talk about a lot of young black men who are the targets of these crimes, uh, along with with just everybody else in the neighborhood. So isn't it fascinating that the Krasner progressive DA mentality is habitual violent criminals. If there is a disparity in the percentage of people who are in prison who are African-American. And this is what they speak about openly. There have been many, many articles written about this. Their view is we just need to have fewer people who are African-American in prison. When you look at what the results of this policy have have been, it's higher crime and disproportionately and, and more murders, more assaults, more thefts. And disproportionately, the targets, the people affected by this are the 99 percent of black and Latino residents of high crime neighborhoods who just want to live their lives in peace, who obey the law. Who aren't who aren't trying to, you know, prey on people in their neighborhoods who, who aren't running guns or drugs or whatever. So you, you the progressive prosecutor mentality is to essentially sell out people who are doing the right thing in their communities, doing the right thing in the south side of Chicago, doing the right thing in high crime areas of Los Angeles, of Portland, of you name it, because they have this view of social justice. That's right. So they they abandon the law abiding in favor of the criminal and they think they're doing minority communities some service with this, but they're actually harming minority communities in the process. That's what actually ends up happening. That's the truth. And people are recognizing this with Boudin and with, with others. We'll talk about this, uh, this pride event in Dallas in a second here. A year ago, there was practically no bad investment you could make, right? The stock market was showing growth. Housing was on fire. Cryptocurrency was something that you were maybe even thinking about. Whoa. Look at what a difference it has been in one year. I mean, my, I'll be honest with you, my stock accounts have gotten crushed in the last six months. And crypto, I mean, I've just gotten nailed. But you know what's been doing really well for me? The gold that I own. I own gold. I own silver. Where did I get my gold and silver? The Oxford Gold Group. Gold and silver over time maintain value. When things get really rough, this is where you want to go with a portion of your portfolio. I rely on the Oxford Gold Group for my gold purchases and silver. They're the industry leader, starting with their advice and their best pricing guarantee. Call them, call them now to diversify your portfolio with precious metals that hold value in these turbulent times of high inflation and all kinds of stuff happening. 
Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. I've been working with the Oxford Gold Group for years. 833-404-G-O-L-D. I'm just going to say this. This Pride event in Dallas, uh, you may have seen some videos of it over the weekend. I'll probably talk to you more about this tomorrow. Um, It's completely unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable for adult males to be dressing in thigh highs and fishnet stockings and gyrating their lower halves in close proximity to children who they then have stuffing, this is all on video, dollar bills in their G-strings. With their parents present, by the way. The parents of the children bring them because they are so brainwashed, because they are so terrified of the wokeness coming for them that they will subject their children to this deviancy because that is what it is. And everyone's seeing it now. And every Democrat politician in America should be asked about this. Every leftist LGBTQ plus I LG whatever LGBTQIA plus activist should be asked, is this does your group stand for this? Anyway, we'll talk more about this uh, tomorrow because I got to leave it there and get to the big show. Talk to you in a bit, team. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and build specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 